Hi, everybody. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed an entire whatever is called the season of African Digits. Yeah, we're this is in theory the last episode of this season. Yes. And we're just here to summarize and bring it to a some sense of closure. This is not the end, but it is an end. It's a full stop, not the end of the chapter. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes. So um, tell us, Valerie, you know, what what is what has this experience been like shooting a podcast? I mean it's in many ways fun. Um I think we all have something to offer and I think that's one thing that I had to keep reminding myself um this semester, which is you have something to say and mm-hmm. the world deserves to hear it in one form or the other. And I think this was one of the ways in which I got to practice that in the studio. But also outside, right? Yeah. Like thinking about meeting all these phenomenal artists, scholars and things of the sort and believing in the idea that I had something to offer. So yeah. I think this in some ways ended up um, influencing my life, my intellectual life outside I see of that. that. But also in terms of, I think more and more I would want to practice my creative side mm-hmm. in some ways. And I think this was one way of doing that. So maybe next semester because you're gone, <laughs> I might maybe go back to writing Ooh. and see how that goes. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was very wholesome. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful doing it with you. I think that that's one aspect of it that I don't think would necessarily have gone as smoothly. And by smooth, it's not perfect really, but it's like that whole work being fun. You know, yeah. like you hear a lot of people being like, Oh, do the job that you love so that you don't even know when it ends and like you are fine working with on it like all the time. Yeah. But I think what I loved was doing a job with you, whatever the job was. So yeah. that was fun. I feel you, man. We we really converted regular conversation into a podcast. And like I think that the funny thing is how we started was we'd have such good conversations yeah. and we're like this should be a podcast. This should, we should record ourselves. <laughs> exactly. I remember. And yeah. this is not us being narcissistic or anything, <laughs> but honestly, our conversations are deep. Yeah, sometimes they get a bit scary. You know what I mean? I find that over the semester through this podcast and just talking to you and like always having conversations is that I've become so hyper aware of how institutional structures function and affect mm-hmm. my individual life. It's insane. It's, I think, what uh, sociologists call the sociological imagination, mm-hmm. where you see your individual experience as a social phenomenon as mm-hmm. opposed to just this individualistic thing. But it's just like the process of constantly articulating how we process and navigate the world using critical theory mm-hmm. is really change the way like you know that uh, the pep in my step has changed it's mm. become a, a little bit more audacious <laughs> in the sense of I, I feel like i've gotten this like tougher skin more like armor mm. intellectual armor towards the bullshit that comes from institutions such as this one um so yeah that's really something i'm taking away from this podcast that's cool <laughs> i don't know if i've developed an armor or the opposite in the sense that I think for a long time, I was consciously protecting myself mm. or creating this armor that was to do with, for instance, I don't need friends. Like, I mean, I have friends. I oh. have I have a lot of good friends, and I think I've been very fortunate to have that. But 
at the same time, understanding that my existence wasn't um, predicated on my ability to socialize or yep. to always be in this kind of circles. And I think that um, studying abroad, mm-hmm. being alone there was like, oh, yeah, this is me. You know, <laughs> this is who I'm meant to be, etc. Oh, and This then, is what I'm um, looking forward to. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, and then coming back, a, a friend of mine, you know, was like all about choosing when we'd have dinners and like that constant communication. And and I feel like it's been weird how this semester have become a whole lot more communal, mm. a whole lot more softer, a whole lot more... Um, I mean, I'm very individualistic in some ways. Some? In many ways. Okay. But at the same time, just this flair of like community and knowing that these people are there for life and mm-hmm. like you build that kind of relationship where you there's no... You know, you think about ideas like TMI or things like that, where yeah. all that mm-hmm. can be put in the table yeah. and there's no judgment mm-hmm. and things of the sort. So I think for me, that's the difference. Like, I mean, and maybe my challenge is to consider that an armor in itself. You know, yeah. Yeah. we think about yeah. armors as these cold metallic barriers when mm-hmm. they could literally be the wow. softest of things. And in that way, sleep, you know, because sometimes slipperiness yeah. is in itself yeah. an armor. But like, yeah, so. I mean, think of it. An armor that you don't speak about that often is pillows, mm. mattresses. Mm-hmm. They soften blows. Mm-hmm. I mean, they mm-hmm. are armors for falls, accidental impacts, or maybe not so accidental. But there is armor that is soft, that is gentle, that is meant to catch you, mm-hmm. as opposed to simply deflect. It's it's not necessarily the offensive of, of defending against the sword and attack, but gravity you know, the regular forces that are there every day. That's why I think, you know, we pat our shoes. That's why our clothes are soft. Because there is a sense of protection and armor from the forces, maybe, mm-hmm. that is there. But it is indeed soft as well. This makes me think about talking to a friend and we were asking, how do we think families are going to function in the future? Because we are part of a generation, movement, we, we seem at the moment very migratory. <laughs> mm-hmm. I put it that way. We've, we've been moving from one place to the other. And we're still very open to the idea of moving from one place to another. We're not, you know, running to go home home to where you were raised, but maybe nearby, maybe not nearby, whatever. Such that we are finding community with friends and with families becoming something that you choose mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, blood. It becomes more than that. It becomes connection. It becomes the actual work of creating space for too much information, for becoming uncomfortable with building a safe space. Because I think that's a lot of work. That is hard. That is uncomfortable. But we're clearly doing it. And so the question of are we going to drop this in the future? How, how is the family structure or our community structure going to change in the future with our current generation of what we're currently doing and how we're leading our lives mm-hmm. maybe this is a whole other po- podcast episode of like the Season 21st two. century family <laughs> whatever that means because remember we were speaking about you know moving to nairobi living in a communal household and it's just like my mother is not listening to this at the moment um that's not <laughs> you know I, I say a lot of things here pretending that my parents are not listening so <laughs> yeah but for real yeah yeah for real so it's just like what there seems to be this future we're, we're trying to create about ourselves. And I don't know if it's time to interrogate them just mm-hmm. yet, but there seems to be something that we're trying to create that is maybe not new, but different than maybe what we've been raised with. What we think Ooh. is the 
way forward mm-hmm. or like the you know when you have your template and yeah you're basically checking the boxes and seeing yeah. what you've done what you need to do and stuff like that and i think that well i guess this is a freestyle podcast so i can jump here and there <laughs> but that really reminded me of a conversation i had with a friend part of me thinks we're talking about the same friend but maybe not who knows <laughs> and um she had gone to this class that they were basically talking about queer marriage mm. and one of the things that was being investigated was how within heteronormative marriage institutionalized relationships yep. how um all these wholesome platonic relationships that you have built over time mm-hmm. are somewhat marginalized mm-hmm. when you meet the one yeah. the, you know and like the aspect of how in many ways it devalues relationships for mm-hmm. this romantic one that you know in so many ways is formed based on society's expectations of the unit of the household as yeah. like the unit the what's that like the domestic unit of the government yes and like yes and so i feel like part of this desire to create something different mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily saying so for it's not necessarily saying that you know i don't want to be married or whatever yeah. but it's understanding that that is one of the relationships as opposed to vigo right mm-hmm. so like for instance i f- i find it interesting how a lot of my peers are somewhat either engaged or married and stuff like that yeah. but we're in a place where by i don't think people are necessarily feeling pressured because i i think one thing people think is that uh, the more radical you get the more these things um get like you know you don't you you're not interested in partaking yep in them anymore but i personally believe and I, was, i think that's something i've been thinking about for a while how feminism creates space for radical love yeah. you know and like how this radical view on relationships and things of the sort gives us space for so much more mm-hmm. and the reason i said that was because i i didn't finish reading the article but there was basically this woman um trying to distinguish between liberal feminism mm-hmm. and radical feminism yeah. and whereby with liberal feminism people were fighting for equality mm-hmm. and what radical feminism calls us to is freedom mm-hmm. and i think that that's the beauty of the things we do and the courage it takes to create these new things because yeah. they create freedom in a way that even we ourselves can't imagine yet yeah. so yeah part of it is is challenging part yeah. of it is scary because yeah. you know you don't know how things turn out mm-hmm. you you know you're you're depending on people who's You know there's not you can't go back and say but we made a contract because that's <laughs> honestly for me I've I I've, I've said it so many times and and sometimes I think I'm joking but that's the truth. I feel like marriage in a sense is guarantee or yeah. guarantee or contract that at the end you know no matter what there's that there's contract someone. and you can go back to it. So there's mm-hmm. that safety in that, right? But what you're creating is a freedom whereby all I have Or like I can only move from a space of trust. I can yep. only move from that rhythm and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's so much more powerful when in some way it's it's the true belief in humanity hey. that that isn't seen, <laughs> yeah. you know, because you think by marrying someone you're trusting them, mm-hmm. but I personally think it's the opposite. <laughs> like I I like you and all, mm-hmm. but before I do all these things I need the law on my yeah. side or like I need some sort of protection. Mm-hmm. And I know that and I, well my future partner better know that like that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they're listening hello if you're there oh, please come God. right now look at us um, because i am really like ready yeah this conversation for, like the 10 year relationship like not to marry now but oh. like yeah so if oh. you're out there holla um, slide into the dm 
I'm going to pretend I didn't African hear reviewer. that. Did Shout out to you. Hear Love that. you. So <laughs> I'm just going to talk about how this got deep. All of a sudden, now we're talking about marriage and the future and adulting. And wow. <laughs> I don't think that's what... Yeah, that's definitely not how we do an outro, but... Yeah, but, but this is just how our conversations really go. Exactly. This is how it started. This is how it's ending. <laughs> um, random conversation, random conversation again. But they're not really random because I think at the end of the day, the truth is all things are connected. Yes, random is just a sign of humility. Let me put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, a signifier. And Okay, so I guess we need to be like clocking out in some way. Maybe this will end up being our shortest podcast so far but i'd really want us to in some way and not really with like words of wisdom because i don't think we have that but <laughs> but what we ourselves are working towards in terms mm-hmm. of ourselves the things mm-hmm. we want to work on not really work on but the things we're thinking about mm-hmm. um the things we want to do yeah the things we meditate on things mm-hmm. like that oh wow um just in terms of like, you know, like that little snippet that people can take and maybe try out or the things you can carry from this podcast yeah. till the next creation or whatever or the other way in which you can interact with us. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, parts of ourselves that we want ourselves. to part. Wow. To our savvy, awesome, <laughs> digital, African audience. Yeah. <laughs> well, what have I been meditating on? I can start with one, and we can like. Oh, um, okay, okay. Let's let's. I'll turn it. Gentleness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I honestly, I remember being in high school, and uh, I went to a very, I mean, it was a cool school, but it was also militaristic in so many forms, and one of the ways in which leadership was embodied was in this hardness mm-hmm. in some sort i remember this one guy who was hitting on my friend at the time oh. and we're in the same committee and he basically told her something along the lines of me having a very masculine out i don't know what the term is like outlook, i was look disposition. disposition or something of the sort and it was just more of like this hardness mm-hmm. which I operated. Yeah. And going back to the school, like maybe two years later, and people telling me all of these ideas, because there was me, there was the soft girl that my friends knew, and then yeah. there was me, the somewhat leader, who had to act in a certain rapport. And so it's been interesting how the older I'm getting, the yeah. softer I'm becoming uh-huh. in ways that I personally am even uncomfortable with. Because <laughs> there's a part of me that's like, am I just becoming feminized in a way? And mm. I'm. And I'm not recognizing that or like, you know, becoming mothering and yeah. like stuff like that. There's, th- there's that fear. And for me, it's a genuine fear because hashtag no. <laughs> but at the same time, experiencing gentleness from mm. other people, whether it's in a conversation, whether it's in the text message when I don't seem okay, whether it's in the stranger who shares a poem, yeah. you know, that outreach, that extraness that people go to but also in the softness in which people speak to you and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, it's such a strong thing to be gentle. Yeah. And and it's something that I hope to keep working on. It's something that I hope to keep creating space in my life for, mm-hmm. not just for me in terms of creating that armor of softness, yeah. but also 
of being able to share that with the people around me, whether it's with my loved ones and with strangers and things of the yeah. sort. Um, yeah, so I'd say gentleness is something I have been thinking about. In a similar vein, I've been thinking about like the importance of scheduling rest mm -hmm. and acknowledging that you need it. Mm -hmm. um, I found I've taken rest as accidental. As like, oh, it seems right now I'm tired. Let me just... Like, when you're like at your wit's end, you're like, okay, I guess I need to rest right now. Versus acknowledging that even like at all times, you need to like tabulate that shit. Rest. Mm -hmm. um, I've been very interested in the aesthetics of rest. Mm -hmm. um, how photographers have you know, photographers, artists, painters, whatever, have depicted rest and people at ease. And how, for some reason, that's subversive. It's not weird that it's subversive. Like, when you actually think about capitalism, productivity, the, the idea that you're supposed to be constantly outputting for you to have value, and acknowledging that sometimes you really need to take time to stop. Mm -hmm. And that a human's main identity is is not that of worker yes, yes. <laughs> that's been what i've been made meditating on um mm -hmm. i am not my work my work is not me i am not a worker i just work but there is something about me whatever a sense of self means that is more than work and i'm i think on the journey to find whatever that is mm -hmm. yeah that um resonates so strongly with me given um where i'm at in life right now you know, um, it's interesting how each time I'm like, I'm a senior, the first thing people want to be like, so what are you doing next? And mm -hmm. like all these things. And then I think about growing up and how everyone asks you, so what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. And, you know, you want to maybe say, I want to be a lover, a friend, an artist, yeah. sometimes an accountant, but sometimes mostly a parent and all these things because yeah. it's so multiple mm -hmm. and it keeps changing. But how we peg our existence and our sense of self on these professions. Yeah. And th when you said that, it made me really think think about um, the idea of like problematizing ambition mm -hmm. and the ways in which, I mean, I mean, I know we all strive for stability, yeah. some form of financial stability, and that's valid and there's space for that. But at the same time, also understanding that you're as rich as your expenses, quite frankly, mm -hmm. and how each of our passions can in some way generate wealth if that's what we're thinking yeah. about but also the fact that wealth isn't always what is necessary yeah. and 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 something that i'm trying to do is to be courageous enough to do me yeah and whatever that is and whatever season that is mm -hmm. and so when you say that and sometimes like even the idea of like you know when you're talking about problematizing the language you use in terms mm -hmm. of oh i had a productive day or like things of the sort but also how idleness and it's not even idleness quite frankly it's always understanding the Opportunity cost, yes, like yeah. the opportunity cost of leisure and work, and like mm -hmm. how you are the one to choose your balance, but also understanding that, like, you have so much of a self that's outside yeah. your academic achievements, mm -hmm. outside of your professional ambitions and things of the sort, and and that for me has been something that I've really been ruminating about in terms of what do I want to be, and yeah. sometimes I want to be happy, and that mm -hmm. should be enough. And, and but also at the same time happiness is also overrated in some form like there is that <laughs> ebb and having that knowingness you know yeah. like that it, like life is a cycle and that's okay contentment really contentment yeah. is is i think oh one of the most underrated feelings ever I agree. it's it's that it's such a strong wave mm -hmm. 
That's so powerful. Yeah. To just so be, really, to be content. To be content, I think, but, is the goal. But yeah. to also open yourself to what the universe has to offer for you, you know? And, and sometimes... That's true. And it's a scary thing. Yeah, opening yourself up for change mm-hmm. is scary. Mm-hmm. I think ambition ossifies us. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think, creates an illusion of what is allowed within life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think amb- ambition, ambition seems almost the most arrogant thing ever. <laughs> in, in the sense that you... I mean, it's valid. I think people can strive towards it and like it makes sense. But at the same time, it's... There's so much you can't control in life. How long have you been here for you to know how it really functions? There's so much that can mm-hmm. come your way, change everything you've thought about the world and how you go about it that, you know, you need, I think sometimes you have to be open to that ebb and flow, to that, the fact that your life is maybe slightly polymorphous. It mm-hmm. is not this one structure that exists, but you have to, you know, move with the waves to some mm-hmm. extent because, yeah, you can have a dream, but it's okay for dreams to change. And they keep changing, and that's yeah. And that's the beauty of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can wake up and switch the pillow, and maybe have a different feel in terms of what <laughs> a dream is. And sometimes those dreams are nightmares. Hey, man. And it's okay. Yeah, man. Growing up, I realized there's 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 this in between between dream and nightmare. <laughs> you know, it's it's not good, it's not bad, it's just weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think that that's really what adulting is about oh my god this is not what that was supposed to be about but yeah we're adulting yeah we are and i mean thank you so much oh yeah 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 gratitude for being with us through this entire ride Um, there were two people who thought we had something to say and we were bold enough to try and say it Mm -hmm. in some form and it has been beautiful yeah um yeah so see you around Follow us on Instagram. Um, leave comments where you can. Yeah. We'd love to engage in more conversations. We definitely want to be churning out more content in different forms. Yep. But we will also really try and live life mm. fully. Mm-hmm. And, you know, turn these ideas and thoughts into actions, into a way of life. Yep. Yeah. But it's been real. It's been indeed real. Email what? us at... I forgot our email. Oh, we have an email. We <laughs> leave it in the description box. Yeah, we'll leave it in the description. Confidence. Lead with confidence. Yes. No, I, I just wasn't <laughs> sure why we were leaving it. Anyway, bye. Wait, I feel like I really had something else to say. Oh, did you? What did you have to say? I that you love remember. me? That I yes, am. Yes, yes, You know, amazing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But that you are too. But you know, we'll be back. You know, you never know what... Uh, you know. Most definitely, we might be back to a screen near you. Frankly, oh, oh yeah, yeah. So watch out, watch out. A lot, a lot's coming this way. Actually, I don't remember. I actually just don't remember. Okay, he's gonna say bye because bye. we are also not trying to keep you here for too long. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye.